This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. It kind of sounded like you were fighting a bear over there. You know, it wasn't even me. It was something going on outside my office. I don't know what's going on, but it was, we have hardwood floors, so everything sounds like a herd of elephants, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was probably yeah. something really minor. Yesterday, I was trying to make a TikTok for our True Crime Paranormal channel in my office with the door shut. I made it five times because of some freaking banging and crashing around going on in the kitchen. And it absolutely ruined. I finally gave up and went out there. And all because Scott could not find the lid to his coffee mug. (laughs) He was ransacking the kitchen. And I was like, my God, could you be louder? And he's like, I'm trying to find my lid. So, well, I'm trying to make a TikTok. <laughs> anyway, that's hilarious. The TikTok never did get made. <laughs> Darn it. I, I have to admit an error on my part that is unfixable right now. Um, I We are currently live streaming to our YouTube channel and also to my personal Facebook page. Oh, somehow <laughs> BeLive didn't get the message. So if you're in Facebook and can't seem to find us, you're probably not listening to this because you're probably in Facebook. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so uh, you'll only be able to comment in, face- in uh, YouTube tonight. Sorry about that. <laughs> I've done it before, too. I get it. I get it. In fact, we have up some friends who've never seen our show before. We have a little group. Uh, a little that's just a handful of our family members and friends are in called Must See. <laughs> It's a private group. You can't join it. Don't try. But this is a, it's a group that we, you know, just so that you can post a few things that you normally wouldn't post like on Facebook, you know, and mostly funny, naughty, rude stuff, you know, that kind of yeah, stuff. political things that might offend others, you know, just stuff like that. Anyway, the other day, my uh, regular radio show that I do for one, two radio uh, during the week, I accidentally live streamed into there. <laughs> I was among friends, but yeah, it's my biggest fear that I'll stream, not biggest fear, but I'm always worried that I'll stream my show like to the area softball uh, group that I help manage or, you know, just <laughs> places that would really not need or want that show. But anyway, it's crazy. That's funny. Well, yeah. you know, welcome to all my regular Facebook friends. If you're watching, yeah. <laughs> I sent us live to there today. Well, maybe we just, maybe there was a reason and you just don't know. It's very possible. So other than, uh, you know, being a scattered mess, how are you? <laughs> I am just kind of a scattered mess. It is true. Uh, but other than that, I'm really good. I'm actually, I'm just so happy with this podcast and how well it's doing. You guys, mm-hmm. by the weekend, we're going to be at 50,000 downloads of our podcast stream. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wish I had a champagne bottle to pop, but I don't. I know. Um, that's just amazing. And I mean, you know, our YouTube channel is doing fantastic as well. 
Um, but to see that, my gosh, 50,000 yeah. times somebody has and listened that to our be podcast. in 11 months. That'll be in about in 11, 11 months. months. Yep. Yeah. Pretty we cool. are thrilled. Maybe we that. can hit 60 in the first year. We'll see. We're we're doing pretty good. We broke a personal, just a, yeah, a daily record so today. Today yeah. we broke a daily record, uh, 500 downloads in a day. So yeah. yeah, it's very exciting. Yep. We love it. We'll just toast absinthe instead. Oh gosh. Yes, we will. That's our new yeah. favorite thing. It's what we're up to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm good too. I mean, honestly, this is as put together as I have looked today and this isn't great, but <laughs> I've had a jammy day. I don't know. I'm fine. I just, I'm not feeling it. My dogs wanted cuddled and that's what we did. There's it's a, just the end of January, you know, at this time gosh. of year, just is, and now I finally we're, started we're getting pulling. like a four day snowstorm. Yeah. Well, I finally started pulling the uh, stickies on the windows from Christmas. I had cut vinyl for all my front windows of uh, like these giant snow globes. They were actually really cool. And a bunch of uh, snowflakes. Well, my God, that's hard to get off the windows. <laughs> I oh, might have no. made a, a really big mistake. But if you put the hairdryer to them and then use a razor blade, you can scrape them off. But uh, it's leaving quite a bit of of debris that I'm going to have to use something to uh, get off. But anyway, when I put them on, everyone said, uh those are really cute, but they're not going to be easy to get off. And I was like, Psh, I'll be fine. Well, I do what I want. And the true the reason they're coming off is because I have some Valentine ones I want to cut. <laughs> and well, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. We've got the motivation. Right. There you go. Well, we want to welcome you guys in our chat, of course. We're mm-hmm. seeing Deborah and RJ and Jacqueline and Paula. Welcome you guys. And for anyone that's listening that's not in the chat, welcome to you as well. Of course, it is our Wednesday update show. And on the Wednesday yeah, update show, we usually bring some case updates if there are any. And I know this will come as a big surprise, but there are some updates in the Valo case. So, hey, JR, because, you know, uh-huh. it's the case that is never ending. Uh, hello, Cranky. Just, you yeah. know, never kidding, right? So, right. And, and it's Mark Means yet again. Oh my gosh. He just serves up entertainment on a nearly daily basis for us. I just have to say, Uh Oh, we just lost Katie. Oh my goodness. You guys, we are having a heck of a day here on this live stream. Well, while we try to get her back, I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on in the Vallow case. So um, Mark means has filed a little request with the courts to allow Lori to please have her own cell phone so that she can communicate with her attorney on a cell phone. Because so often in jail, they allow that, right? You're back. Hello. That was weird. I could still see you and hear you, but I was gone. Mm -hmm. You were gone. Well, I was just sharing, you heard, about Mark this, you know, minor request. Mm -hmm. For, he has been complaining endlessly for as long as Lori has been in jail. She's in the Madison County Jail, a very small jail. Just, you know, remember, right. this is Idaho. And he does not like the situation in which he can communicate with his client. Because, of yeah. course, this is all in the midst of COVID, which means he can't meet with her face to face. So he can call her on the telemate system and he can go there and see her on video. Mm-hmm. 
they can't be in a room together. And that's just a precaution. Yeah. You might remember that back last spring, there was this big dust up over him um, because he was accusing the jail and the prosecutor and maybe God himself of listening mm-hmm. in on his phone calls with Lori. And what had happened is that he wasn't doing it correctly with the telemate system. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of his calls did get recorded. Mm-hmm. Sounds uh, like two the- of his calls. Yeah. They did make sure that those recordings were destroyed and whatever, you know, and the prosecutor's and in fact, office. The only reason he knew it happened is because they let him know. Yeah. By the way, you're doing this wrong. You need to register your phone number with the telemate system so that they know it's an attorney calling. Anyway, it was this whole big thing. So he's back but on again, that again. He didn't know how to use telemate because he is not typically a criminal attorney. Even in it's that in court, they were trying to explain to him why, how he had done this wrong. It wasn't their fault that those things got recorded. And when they realized that they had recorded them, they deleted them. And in yeah, truth, even they if they hadn't, that stuff would not have been admissible in court. And that's really the only remedy. He is so dramatic. I think he's watched a hell of way too much Law and Order and Bowl because you know, he thinks that everything well, also that happens is like, a lot of cues from John Pryor. <laughs> right? It's like everything that happens is so noteworthy to him that it's like, you know, mistrial worthy. And it's just, it isn't. Right. Also, right. Michelle Mallard, the judge in that uh, event, which was actually a bond reduction hearing that turned into two and a half hours. And that Mark means pontificating about how mean the prosecutor was to him. <laughs> and how mean the jail was to him and how mean, you know, the whole world is to him, apparently. Uh, yeah. It was actually a bond reduction hearing that they didn't get because he was applying for reduced bond so his client could get out of jail so he wouldn't have to communicate with her at the jail because the jail was a bunch of meanie heads. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Because somehow it seems to have escaped Mr. Means that his client is indeed in jail. You know, yeah. he, they don't owe him much. They don't owe yeah. her much. But at any sure rate, it, and it's a nicer jail than most places you'll go. That's the crazy thing. People in this area, this area, particularly, oh, they feel constant requests from inmates in other uh, jails around here to come to Madison. They want to come here because they treat them better. The food is better. The accommodations, especially for women, are much better. Yeah. And yet, you know, this is never ending. It's still not good enough. But, you know, <laughs> but Michelle the- Mallard said to him. That she really wanted him to get some guidance from a criminal law attorney moving forward. And it just seems like yeah. he didn't, which is crazy considering no. that he shares an office with John Pryor. With John Pryor. Well, he and John Pryor do a lot of things together now. And I feel like a lot of it comes from John Pryor because mm-hmm. anyway, but I'm Maybe just finding this request to it. the judge. Yeah. Well, I just find this request hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, she needs, you know, Lori has always needed special treatment while she's in jail. And we should say, I mean, the majority of you listening to us know, but we're talking about the um, murdered children, JJ Vallow, Tylee yeah. Ryan, their yeah. mother, Lori Vallow. This is her and her attorney, Mark Means. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's made this request to the court. I can only imagine, you, I can probably hear the eye roll from here when mm-hmm. the judge reads that request that he wants his client to have limited access to a cell phone so that mm-hmm. she can communicate with him. Right. Uh, no way in hell are they going to do it. Uh, definitely no. Uh, not at all. 
that opens the door to so many potential problems that it's not even funny. But the jail is never going to go for that because that sets a precedent with other inmates that why is she special? Why wouldn't they get a cell phone too? It's just so dumb. It is so dumb. It is. But he couldn't stop there. He actually filed two things this week. So that was one of the things that he was asking for. He's back at whining at Prosecutor Wood. (laughs) Yes, he's back mad at the prosecutor again because he says, now remember that he shares an office with Mr. Pryor and this case is a joinder, right? So the two of them Mm -hmm. are representing these clients together. So let's bear this in mind. So John Pryor's Chad Daybell's attorney. He is incensed, offended, flagrantly mm-hmm. been treated. Horrified. 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 Yeah. Yes. We're at walking thesaurus here about how bad mm-hmm. Mark Means feels because there is a hard drive full of, you know, a gazillion tons of information that, uh, you know, goes out to about this case, all of the uh, case files and interviews and videos and, you know, all that stuff that they also wanted the prosecutor to narrow down for them. Well, as it turns out, he claims that Mr. Pryor is the only one of them who has received this information. And he's filing something with the court about it because this is withholding evidence, your honor. I, oh my gosh. This just never freaking ends with these dummies. Right. Now, honestly, um, if he hasn't received it, why has he asked for it? Yeah. It seems like before going in front of the court, that would be a good way to get what you need. Also, I think it's pretty obvious that the the prosecutor's office uh, provided them with one because it was going basically to the same office and the same people. But that wasn't good enough for Mark, which that's fine. If he needs another one, I think that's absolutely great. However, you got to ask for it if you don't have it, rather than right. go tattle to the judge. He's hurting himself in so many ways because, you know, I don't care how impartial any judge is. And I think the judge on this case is great, but people are people. And you are still setting right. a precedent here with the judge that uh, you can't back away from now. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't know. I I worry so much about so much of these things. If this is just setting up a an appeal on Lori's part for mm-hmm. having inadequate representation. I just really continue to be worried about that. Well, With all maybe of these at some point the courts are gonna decide that he really can't continue on this case. I but here I have a working theory though. Now I've been thinking about this for a few weeks. Ever since they tried to throw the prosecutor off the case and Scott Reich was talking about what that must have cost that oh, between those two attorneys and calling their expert witnesses and the time it took and whatever they billed their clients, he figured it probably cost each client around six or seven grand. Oh, so, yeah. You know, that, that forensic uh, psychology guy, I cannot. He was two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. And that was for whatever the report he wrote and while he was in court, I can't imagine. Right. He wrote a 20 page report and he was in court for four hours, you know, and who knows what other prep time he had speaking with them anyway. So it's easy to think that 12 to $14,000 down the drain. And I just have started to think about, I'm wondering, I'm wondering 
they don't have a case. Means has made it pretty damn clear they don't have a case. And that we all know that there's more charges coming. I mean, this is going to be a case that goes on for a long time. That goes yeah. round and round and round. Chad only has so much money to keep paying for this. And in fact, prior as a name is on the deed of Chad's house now. I'm sure that's what he put up as a retainer. If you as an attorney, and I know this is this is a, a steep allegation, it's only a theory, okay? But if you are getting in this deep as an attorney in a case that you know you can't win, in a case that you don't have much of a case, that you don't have right. the resources to take care of, you don't even have to know how to take care of, what is the likelihood of taking every step possible to run your client out of money so that you can then be recused from this case and they have to have a public defender? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I feel like it could be very possible. I, I wonder I, how much they both want out. Mm-hmm. I also question though, what the likelihood of Chad and or Lori selling their story mm-hmm. and using that to pay their attorney's fees. If there's something going on in the I background, don't we don't know that. Can. My I understanding is really profit. Couldn't they? Right. right they can't estate? profit. No. But I don't could know. They, I don't know. It's a question. Because yeah. they were trying to sell that long a long time ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just also freaking bonkers. So that's my thought. Pa- Paula, I think you're absolutely correct. She said, I think prior is getting means to make all the stupid requests and we'll jump in if the requests are granted. If they're denied, prior doesn't look like the idiot. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one interesting thing also, uh, JR said that Ghislaine Maxwell has a cell phone. Oh, that's interesting. Now Ghislaine Maxwell is the partner of Epstein. Yeah. Epstein. Sorry. Couldn't think of his name for a minute. Um, I wonder if that's a safety measure because, you know, he was, well, supposedly killed himself in, in jail. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it, I mean, I, I can't imagine what measures they are taking to protect her to actually yeah. get her to trial mm-hmm. because Epstein sure didn't make it to trial. So that that's interesting, but that's also people with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, our our legal system definitely is not equitable. No, no, it is not. Yeah, and Bianca and Jerobo saying, "Yeah, the son of Sam Law, you can't profit from your crime." Yeah, yeah, but can they release their attorneys to speak on their behalf? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, these guys would do it. I mean, we know that she tried to bribe a bail bondsman with that very, uh, you know, thought that uh, if they would make bail for her, that part of her payment for them would be the rights to a movie deal. Right. Or a book deal. Yeah. And that was clear back in like March of last year. Yeah. Yeah. They were all wise enough to say no. Thank heavens. Yeah. So, so Christy, I just down. shared a store, a picture with you. I'm just oh, going to yes. tell you that so you can get it up while we finish this conversation. But anyway, so that's, that's what's new in, uh, you know, <laughs> that's what's new in, uh, 
Mallow world, it's typical, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like every single week something else is filed or something else comes up. Yeah. So crazy. It, it, it definitely does in something ridiculous. Yeah. I'm still really, you know, I just, yeah. I really hope that they live stream the hearing when this request is made. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine the look on that judge's face. Over this <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. Yes. I really want to see that for sure. Also prosecutor. Also the prosecutor. Um, <laughs> does such a good job of having a poker face, but every once in a while you see yeah. it starts to crack. Absolutely. Alan, we are in Idaho. He's an yeah. investigator in Wyoming. We have been okay. looking a lot at Wyoming lately because of all of the uh, murdered women and indigenous women. MIW cases, yeah. Yeah, MMIW cases, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we'll keep following it. Hopefully they'll set a, you know, a trial date for, or trial, a hearing date for this soon so we can watch it and, you know. Yeah, we're waiting for that. We'll, we'll make a we'll drink out of it. I drink absinthe and see the green fairy. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, we cannot do that. <laughs> we'll live stream the whole thing. We will definitely tell you all about it. Yes. So, in other news today, the city of Stinnett, uh, Texas, is having quite the struggle today. Unfortunately, their the city of Stinnett, as well as their police department's page, which has currently been pulled down received a lot of bad reviews today. The reason why is because it turned out that the police chief, Jason Collier, was dating half the town and married as well. So uh, what's happened, so this woman this morning, Cicely Steinmetz, posted Mm -hmm. uh, on Facebook on the city of Stinnett. She said she doesn't recommend (laughs) the city of Stinnett. She says, (laughs) Chief Jason Collier is living a double life double, triple life. I was his girlfriend until yesterday. He lied to me and presented me with fake annulment documents. When I found out he was married. I also found out about a second girlfriend, Christy, last night. He has lied to us, our children. He has children with these women. Yes, not you. And asked us both to marry him. He is a poor representative of your town. He would also visit me in Amarillo when he was on shift. We just returned from vacation in Taos on Sunday. Meanwhile, his other girlfriend was told he was on a work assignment in Portland, Oregon. So those two things came out. There's also a wife. And then after this, another woman stepped up and said that she too is engaged to Jason Collier. And a fifth woman admitted that she has been dating him. (laughs) You know, this dude. When you're an elected official, maybe having... A wife and four girlfriends is not the best plan. <laughs> Maybe. How long not. do you think he was going to get away with that? It's a good question. I mean, one of his big problems is that he has forged official documents. <laughs> and as the, uh, you know, an official, a government official, that's sort of, you know, not government, but, you know, that that's a bad look. Uh, Besides yeah, the fact that he's been no, no. lying to everybody and people are basically looking at it going, if this dude can pull off having five different wives slash girlfriends slash fiancés at the same time. How much work has he possibly been doing around here? Right. Uh, he's only been the chief apparently uh, not for very long. He was, he was put in this position in 2020. So he hasn't been there long, at least in this oh position, goodness. but also there's real questions about how big of an abuse of power is this, you know, that he is 
a person in this, uh, you know, field in, in this, uh, with this kind of, you know, I've completely lost my words, but, you know, has this right. position, you know, and is using authority. Mm-hmm. So he has now been uh, placed on administrative leave following an investigation. Jason, if I were you, I would definitely be getting your financial house in order because uh, <laughs> yeah. you're going to need to. And I hope that Jason's wife uh, is able to basically take everything she possibly can from the school and floats off into the sunset for a happier life without the uh, idiot. Yeah, she certainly deserves better than this. Not all crimes are murders. And no. not all crimes go to court. But this is a huge crime against the people that he represents, against his all of yeah. the women he's pulled this on. Because if there's this many, there's one of Yeah. Yeah. If there's this many, there's more, or there has been more. But also, if he's been forging documents, what other documents has he forged? Right? Yeah. If he's bold enough for that, then what else has he done? Yeah. Things are going to be unraveling hard and fast for Jason. I can see that right now. But anyway, uh, that's that. Or maybe that's our dumb criminal of the day. I don't know. (laughs) We could maybe call him that. We could call him that, definitely. Yeah. What a loser. Yep. (laughs) Mouth of the South said. (laughs) I saw a picture of him on Facebook with one of the girlfriends. He's uglier than hell. (laughs) I don't know why any of them want him. (laughs) It's with he's got to be, he's got the uh the manipulation figured out. Mm. He's yeah. Dare we say it? Dare we say it? He's got, you know what he's got. Oh my God. He's got the golden penis. Yeah. You know how we've talked about how women like Lori have the golden vagina Mm -hmm. and that's how they get away with so much for so long. Yeah. Jason Collier. Golden penis. He used to. Yeah. Yeah, he used to. It's currently been melted down, but. (laughs) His wife will be taking it along with everything else he owns. (laughs) Yeah. That's, yeah, oh, that's right. He's probably already in his wife's purse. I hope so. What a fool. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Catskills says exactly what else has he done. That's it. I mean, if he's willing to be this dishonest, this is yeah. the beginning. I'll bet the poor mayor of this town is absolutely chugging the, you know, the asses tonight because I can't imagine what else right. is going on here. Mm-hmm. They've got to launch a big investigation into this fool, see what else he's done. But the most oh, hilarious good. part is how this all came out and got and busted him was a review on Facebook. And it's been shared. The posts of this the girlfriends have been shared tens of thousands of times now. Like, you know what the internet does when it grabs something. So, yep, things are coming down hard on him. Yep. <laughs> uh, good point. JR said he probably looks good in his uniform. Well, right. I mean, a lot of women have a thing for a man in uniform. He has abused his position, you know, absolutely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, leave it to social media to bring him down because that seems to be the thing that's just bringing idiots mm-hmm. down right and left lately. So, yeah, frankly, I'm glad. I'm glad that the truth is out there and people aren't going to be hurt by this moron anymore. Yep. Oh, I would imagine there's quite a few people hurt and or stunned tonight because they got pulled into his scam at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're marrying this guy and then Mm -hmm. this happens? Right. Well, the women that spoke up and the ones who haven't yet. 
Because I promise. Right. There's some of those. They're like, oh, God. I'm just not going to yeah. tell anyone about this. I just can't understand how people pull off this double life stuff. You know, I really can't. I mean, how out of touch with your spouse or how, well, like with him, obviously he was lying and saying he was going to work events, right. you know, to be able to do whatever, but um, just financially, like the whole lot of it, I just don't understand how people do it and, and get it away with like it. Tremendous amount of work. Mm-hmm. A tremendous mm-hmm. amount of work, not worth it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because this is creepy AF, but. Anyway, there you go. So that's our uh, maybe dumb criminal of the day and or just dumb scammer of the day. And we're sending love and peace to everyone that he's hurt. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully everyone can move on and heal from this and yeah, look at what's coming to him. Well, and hopefully the mayor has the guts to pull all of the threads, you know, mm-hmm. to, to uncover everything. And absolutely. But just, just brush this under the rug, but come get Get down to all of it so that whatever we've done choice now, considering the uh, traction this has gained in social media, they're going to have to, they're going to have to do, you know, a big investigation and make sure they know everything. I would imagine. Yeah. That's so crazy. Anyway, well, you guys, that's what we've got tonight. So we will be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. for the psychic hour. We'll be doing Mm -hmm. some reading, some stuff, right? And yeah, so we're going to be talking um, about the energy body. We're going to talk a bit about the energy body, what that is, what that means. Probably teach you a skill or two about how to, you know, take care of your own energy body. And then we'll do some, we will do specifically focus on doing some healings tomorrow night. Good. Love that. I'm just making this up as we go along, but that all just hit me that that's what we should do. Uh-huh. So Good. that's what we'll do on the Thursday night psychic show. I'm, I am certain it's what we need. You know, because mm-hmm. I know 100%. you guys are like us. You're on this energetic roller coaster, really high energy days, really low energy days. It has been very weird the last few weeks. Yeah. Well, and tomorrow is also a full moon. Uh, it's a full moon in Cancer. And that's a really watery, emotional moon. And you might find yourself uh, up and down and up and down, you know. Yeah. So it'll be a good time. Yeah, for sure. Good time to work on that. Very good. Well, thanks you guys all so much for being here with us. We'll see you back tomorrow night. You have been listening to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.